Welcome to Always Andersonville, the podcast. I'm Laura. Today, we turn over our podcasting duties once again to Stu Jameson of Stupendous Productions. Founded in Chicago, Stupendous Productions is fundamentally centered around providing joy, laughs, and fun for everyone through personalized experiences. Whether you're celebrating another trip around the sun, getting married to your one true love, or trying to boost productivity at the office, Stupendous Trivia is ready to provide a fun, customized experience for you. You can find more information about Stu at stupendousproductions.com. Stu is currently booking Zoom trivia parties for your friends and family, and you can catch him on Instagram Live on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. We hope you enjoy the second installment of Gavin with Stu as he interviews Martin Fornan of Lady Gregory's and Octavio over Zoom in this special Andersonville at Home virtual event podcast. Enjoy, everyone. Welcome back for another episode of Gavin with Stu. I'm your host, Stu Jameson from Stupendous Productions. We're asking you to give what you're able to support uh, for our beloved Andersonville. That money you would have spent at Midsummer Fest this weekend, please consider using that money to support Andersonville at Venmo at Aville Chamber. Uh, on this episode of Gavin with Stu, we are going to dish it up with my special guest, Martin Cornane, the co-owner of Liddy Gregory's and Octavio. Hi, Martin. Hi, Stu. Hi, everybody. How's it going? Oh, my gosh. That was so good. Uh, <laughs> Martin, thanks for spending some time with me. I appreciate it. I can imagine how busy you are. Hey, anytime. Glad to be here. So if I had to describe you, I know we just met, but I've done, I, I, I like to do a little research. So if I had to describe you in one word, I would say that word would be comfort. You are known in the community for providing uh, culinary comfort in multitude of ways. The comfort of a shepherd's pie and a pint at Lady Gregory or a margarita and a Baja fish taco at Octavio. And during the shutdown, you've provided comfort to many, including our senior citizens in the LGBTQ community with meals. So I want to ask you, can you talk about your trials and tribulations that you've had uh, continuing to provide this comfort for the community during these crazy times? Yeah, well, you know, uh, as, as with everybody, you know, all the, the, the ground started shifting from underneath us all very, very fast. It seemed for a couple of weeks there that like every 24 hours, we were in a completely different world than we were 24 hours before. And um, so as we went through that, it was the first thing was that, you know, we saw this was getting more and more serious. And then it was, you know, we started trying to, um, I, 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 I'm a little bit of a news junkie, so I was kind of keeping very up to date in it. So we were trying to be preemptive with a lot of stuff in terms of starting um, to change a lot of our um, and, and enhance our um, sanitary procedures and kind of different ways of where we felt that um, we could limit um, any, uh, you know, uh, spread of anything. And then, you know, uh, the following day, we were pulling out all our tables and putting them into our landlord space um, next door so that we could have people spread apart. And then, you know, we'd no sooner done that on the Sunday morning and the, the governor announced that we were shut down the following night. So our day one of shutdown was St. Patrick's Day, believe oh. it or not. So it was a very different St. Patrick's Day than we have had before, as you can imagine. 
But, you know, in, in terms of that, then, you know, I, um, we had a lot of our own struggles with myself and my management team in terms of what the right thing was to do. So, you know, there was like, what's the right thing to do? Obviously, you know, we're going to, you know, consider what we might need to do to, um, to save our business. But, mm -hmm. you know, the other part was like, what's the right thing to do for ourselves and for the customers and for the community? And there was no easy answer with all of that. So as we were, um, you know, weighing all the options and, and stuff like that, I included my management team in, in all our decision making. And, um, you know, we took it uh, 24 hours at a time. So we would regroup in those first few kind of scary days and, you know, acknowledge again the risks that we were taking personally, that we, we all knew we were much safer being at home on our couch. Everybody knew that they could be out anytime they wanted to. And we made a pact in those early days that if we were to go forward and take the risk of staying open, our own personal risk um, uh, as well, that, um, that we were going to do our best to see how we could be a positive influence on our community and make kind of taking that risk feel worthwhile. And um, so, uh, so that's, that's what we did. You know, we, we worked really hard in the beginning to see. And, and another thing is like, we were not going to continue doing it if we didn't feel we were doing it as safely as possible, again, mm -hmm. for ourselves as well as for our guests. So we set up um, uh, uh, a lot of measures pretty much on that first day as we were going through it, because we were pretty busy since it was St. Patrick's Day and people were still um, uh, calling and ordering takeout and stuff. So I started monitoring and seeing the different points of contact that were being made between our employees and the guests on, in the experience. And we started one by one, eliminating all the points of contact and keeping people, um, you know, six feet away from, from us and, you know, sanit coming up with sanitized pens and where the customer would leave their check without us having to touch it until later with gloves and so on and so forth until um, we felt that we were pretty comfortable, that we were protecting ourselves as much as possible and um, also, you know, building our business in this new world. And then also, you know, we started looking for opportunities in the community of where, you know, we have full kitchens and, and um, a staff and stuff like that and where we could, you know, offer some support. So it's, yeah. it's, been, it's been a ride, but it's felt very worth it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's been, I can I imagine what, you know, there is the, there is the before and there is going to be the after and it's, you know, what will it be like in the after and, I'm sure now, you know, because we got that uh, uh, what phase three that's uh, coming out now. So I'm sure you are, again, finding yourself shifting and preparing for this next chapter that's going on. And, and again, that's kind of like before where it's just, it's all coming again at us like every 24 hours. It's like the governor saying you're open, the mayor saying you're not. And, you know, so we're reacting every time we hear you are, you aren't. And, um, and stuff. So yeah, so we are now just before I got on this, um, this uh, uh, call with you, um, our, our meeting was in terms of now we're, we're, we're allowed to start serving the patio. What's that going to look like? And how are we going to be able to do that in a way that's safest for us and for the guests? And then also, you know, are we going to find staff that are going to want to come back and do it? So, so, so yeah, so there's, there's a, a lot to consider for sure.
Man, well, I, 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 I know that you are going to be making the right decisions, and I know that we're all so excited to uh, get back a little bit of that normalcy, uh, a little, that seeing those patios again opening in some capacity. Just yes. like, it just fills me with joy just even thinking about seeing people on patios again. You know, I think what we've all seen um, in this whole experience is, you know, just a lot of the things that we kind of take for granted. And mm -hmm. um, I think there's been kind of a, a resetting point in humanity. I think everybody is going to take their own lessons from this. But, you know, we're not the same people going forward. When we're sitting yeah. in those panels again, it's, it's, it's a different human race right now. Yeah. And, um, you know, and, and I think hopefully, you know, there'll be some changes in society and stuff that'll come out of this that'll have us be, you know, better for it. Yeah, I think that we've taken for granted social interaction for so long and that, you know, we've become like within ourselves and our phones and all of this stuff. Like, I hope that when we come out of this, that we remember the importance of social interaction and that we like, you know, put your phones down when you're having a meal and enjoy each other's company. And, you know, I really, I really hope that's kind of what we can kind of come out of the situation. For sure. And who would have thought we would have gotten so um, real uh, a lesson on on that like who could yeah. imagine like what you know would have to happen for us to see how important you know face-to-face -face oh, closeness yeah. is yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a firm believer that there's that there's a blessing in every storm and i hope that that's like that the we come out of this storm a better and you know a more appreciative person of our, our society how long have you been a part of the andersonville community uh, we opened here in um, 2011. Actually, uh, the, the, the funny thing about this, you know, having this, uh, this talk with you and stuff um, for uh, Midsummerfest or for what we're doing in, uh, in place of Midsummerfest uh, this year. Um, so we had a fire here when we were building Lady Gregory's. So in March, when we were weeks away from opening, we had a fire that thankfully didn't do anything structural, but we had the bar that you see here, the library behind me, um, the booths, like everything had to be redone. We had to take the place down, strip the wires and, and pretty much rebuild this restaurant. Um, oh my God. And, um, so yeah, there are photographs in one of our booths of the, the aftermath of the fire. If ever you're in here, you should take a look. We call it the Phoenix booth. And there's also a light fixture that was hanging that time that we put up just to test. Um, that's in that booth that uh, you can see in one of the photographs charred on the, on oh the bar counter. Gosh. But anyway, um, so we ended up, um, you know, after um, the, the ashes had settled, so to speak, and, um, and we knew we were going to be able to, um, to rebuild. And we came out of this and our goal was we have to be open for Midsummerfest. So mm. we pushed and we were lucky to have all our contractors and everybody was really behind us to, to work all hours and, and make this happen. So we actually opened for our first night of business was the Friday night of Midsummerfest in 2011. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so it's, 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 a lot has happened since then, but, uh, but yeah, so we've been in the neighborhood since then. And um, I, I, I'm a resident in the neighborhood too. Um, and then we obviously have Octavio as well. So, um, so I'm very uh, immersed in all things Andersonville. How, how, did, how, did it, how did it come that you went from 
uh, Lady Gregory with this very kind of a very distinct vibe and a very kind of distinct menu. And you're like, you know what I think we need next? Tequila, chips, and salsa. That's what we need next. Uh, how did you make that switch from uh, Lady Gregory to thinking like uh, Octavio? Well, you know, I, I have um, a very close uh, love and connection for Mexico, first of all. I've, I've been there probably 20, 25 times. Um, I'm dating a Mexican uh, right now. So, um, so I've, always, I've always loved the culture. I've always loved the food. I've always loved the, the fun of the, uh, the, the, you know, the fun with margaritas and sunshine and, mm -hmm. um, and tacos and stuff. So, so that's kind of just always been in my heart, the opportunity to um, uh, take the space um, that was um, in, it had a lot of nostalgic appeal for me. I used to come to this neighborhood when it was Charlie's Ale House and that was always the, the building and whatever to aspire to when I didn't even have restaurants of my own. So, um, so when the opportunity was printed, um, obviously it wasn't going to be another Irish pub. Um, so I decided to, um, to roll with um, something that was kind of close to my heart. We are actually, I'm not ready to talk more about it right now, but just a little teaser is we are, Octavio is about to evolve and come out of this pandemic as something new and exciting. And I leave oh it at that. Oh my gosh. Right here on Gavin with Stu, a hot teaser. <laughs> oh my. Totally, yeah. So um, who knows um, when, when this video is shown in, um, in, in a couple of weeks, if there may be more um, out there. But if not, then yeah, that's the first official kind of little teaser that uh, well, changes are coming. You, ca you can't see me right now, but I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm on the edge of my seat. That is very <laughs> exciting. Are you, are you still going to be doing your uh, drag brunches uh, when you're able to, when it's safe for everybody to gather again? Absolutely, that and a lot more. Oh my God! Well, I hope so because I've been trying to get a reservation to that drag brunch, so I I need make I can't wait to get back to it. Uh, oh, I'm very excited to see what's going to yeah. happen. So, uh, so you, yeah. I mean, obviously, you are so intertwined with uh, Andersonville and the restaurants in this community. Do you recall what was that one moment for you that when you were in Andersonville, like this is the community I want to be a part of, like this is. This is where I want to set my roots. I want to live. I want to have businesses. What was it about Andersonville for you that you really connected to? You know, I, I don't know. There's just um, a sense of community that is, is it, I, it's just palpable. I, I, I don't know if I can really put it into words, but um, there is, I think, the, 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 the residents in this neighborhood have a love for the community, for their small businesses, mm -hmm. um, and... Um, you know, there, there, there. I, I think it's, it's, it's a beautiful neighborhood. I think thanks to a lot of the work that the, the our um, Andersonville Chamber of Commerce do and stuff like that, and keeping the neighborhood clean and beautiful, and supporting small businesses, even through this whole um, ordeal, like the amount of of support that we've gotten from Sarah and David and all the crew at the Andersonville Chamber of Commerce. Um, you know, and. And it's always it's coming from a place of really um, caring 
um, you know, again, about the community, even business owner to business owner and, and uh, my relationships with uh, many in this community and I see them with each other, there's just been a real um, outpouring of love and support. And even we've seen that from our own customers. So it's always been there. It's always, you could just feel it in my view and I've always loved it. I've always felt it's like kind of a little village. Um, yeah, it's kind of like yeah. a, like, like a magical energy you kind of have to experience for yourself to really understand. Yeah, and 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 like the the, the diversity and um, the inclusiveness in 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 many ways. Um, um, but yeah, I, I, it's just it's it's just wonderful. You you mentioned a moment ago about the Andersonville Chamber of Commerce and the, and those uh, really hard workers during this crazy time. You know, I, I mean, one of the main things we're doing is we're celebrating Andersonville but we're also asking the community uh, to donate and to help the Andersonville Chamber of Commerce. Uh, can you share from your point of view, uh, how have they impacted you directly or how have you witnessed firsthand what the Chamber of Commerce does uh, and why it's so important to help support them? Um, well, a, a, a lot of the, the, the programs in our, our neighborhood um, originate um, with the leadership from from the Ansel Chamber of Commerce, so um, you know our farmers market is something that um, they arrange, organize, and 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 support um, keeping our streets clean. Um, uh, you know our our the flowers, um, uh, the, 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 the Ansel being kind of a leader in terms of the environmentally friendly. Um, ways of operating and and their support of that many years ago um, they're uh, you know uh, hugely supportive of any small business that's coming into the neighborhood and um, offering their resources and and even through this epidemic um, you know I can't tell you how many calls I've had with them and they've you know been helping us get the most up-to-date information from the city coordinating um, you know stuff with um, our alderman and um, who has been wonderfully supportive as well, especially we were very appreciative for him and the stand that they took helping us restaurants um, with from the, uh, the delivery app, um, uh, uh, you know, taking such a huge amount of our business and kind of boxing us in. And, um, you know, so I, I think there's just, there's just so much support um, from the chamber um, for all of us. And um, yeah, it's been, they've been wonderful. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and, and not just for support for businesses that have stores in Andersonville, you know, companies like mine that don't have a store that works in their apartment, they're just equally as supportive. So I, w I kind of described them earlier as like that, the, the, the wizard behind the curtain with all the gears and all the stuff going on. Uh, there's so much they do that you don't even aware of, which is pretty awesome. Uh, Absolutely. So, for sure. So this, this special that we're doing, that we're uh, interviewing on, uh, will be uh, premiering on uh, what would have been the kickoff of the 55th uh, Midsummer Fest. And obviously Midsummer Fest, as you just said, has a special place in your heart for being the, uh, the opening of, the, uh, of your restaurant, Lady Gregory. What was that first Midsummer Fest for you? Were you just full on, like, were you able to enjoy it at all? Were you just full on, like- Oh yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a celebration. I mean, I had been, um, three, so it was March 3rd was the fire. I was up here that night looking in charred windows, thinking, 
that my dream was gone. So, um, and then pushing forward and hoping to make Midsummerfest and then making it by, you know, inspections, liquor license. Like we got our liquor license that day on the Friday um, and had our liquor vendors ready to go to just run booze to us the minute that we had the, the license in, in hand. And we opened the Friday night for Midsummerfest. So there was just a sense of joy and celebration and which I, I've always had at Midsummerfest anyway, but now all of a sudden we finally made it uh, and became part of the neighborhood that I love. So yeah, oh. it was very celebratory and a lot of. I love that. That is amazing. What a cool, like, what a cool sense of accomplishment and like satisfaction that you, you know, that you had this unfortunate setback, but you had the support around you to make it happen. And then you were able to achieve your goal. And that's really, really awesome. I love that. So uh, yeah, before uh, before we wrap up our, our time together, I know you're I know you're a busy uh, busy guy. Got lots going on. Uh, I got four questions for you. Four questions for you. Don't think too hard. Just speak from your heart. Whatever you think it is. Uh, number one, what is the one thing on your menu that you regularly find yourself eating? What is the one thing that you regularly like? You never get tired of eating. Chicken pie. Oh. That's that's an excellent yeah. choice. Yeah, I love our chicken pot pie. As a, do you and do you eat uh, you eat regularly more at Lady Gregory or Octavio? I guess it's it's kind of wherever I'm I'm at more so. And so it, it, it's a little of both and and wild as well. And um, you know, Old Town is is closed. Um, our LG's bar in Old Town has been closed since the shutdown. But right. Um, so I'm, in Anderson a little bit more though so yeah I, I, between both uh, chicken pot pie an excellent choice excellent I'm gonna be craving it all day now what is your uh, favorite summer beverage what's a beverage you love to sip on in the summertime um you know all I, I don't drink alcohol so I'm just all sparkling water these days I know boring do you, but, do you, but do you put uh, well i mean hey I, I never said alcohol it could be mocktails well, but just yeah I, I guess it, it could be yeah it's it, it's i i don't even uh, go that way it's sparkling water all the time these and days do, do you put any kind of exotic fruits in it to give it a little flavor or you just go straight up sparkling maybe a little squeeze of lime occasionally if i'm feeling bold there you go <laughs> I, knew, I knew there was some flavor somewhere you're holding out on me yeah. <laughs> If you could enjoy um, a uh, a happy hour with your uh, with your uh, sparkling water uh, and in Andersonville, and you could invite a special guest, a living or a ghost of someone, who would you invite? If you could enjoy a time at your bar, Lady Gregor, Octavio, and you can invite a special guest, someone living or their ghost, who would Michelle you invite? Obama. Oh, oh, what would be the first question you would ask Michelle Obama? Oh, God. I, that's a tough one. I have no idea. What the, I, I adore her. I adore, um, I, I just think she's just a very classy, cool woman. Um, I, I, I don't know if I can even answer that. You know, for me, for um, my thing about Michelle Obama is, is that I just want to have uh, a dance party with her. Like, I yeah. like, you know, I, I, you watch all the karaoke videos and like you see her like collaborating with Beyonce, like and every just, appearance on Ellen. Yeah, you can just tell it would be so much fun, like just like dance it out to Beyonce with Michelle Obama. Like 
That's what I, I don't want to ask questions. I don't want to ask about any drama. I just want to dance it out with Michelle Obama. That I completely agree with you. Yeah. She's real. Uh, totally. And yeah, very approachable. Absolutely agree with you. Uh, I was yeah. saying earlier that my, yeah. that my, the person for me, I was saying earlier, uh, another interview that I had was uh, Hedda, uh, Hedda, uh, Hedda Hopper. I want to meet Hedda Hopper because I want to get all the real dish about all the stars of Hollywood from the classic Hollywood era. So I want to sit around and, and, and really just get all the true dish about what was really going on. Yeah. Uh, uh, and the last question I have for you is, what is your life motto? What is something that you say to yourself that keeps you going through these tough times? Don't give up. Hmm. Um, you know, uh, I, I have had, you know, as many failures as I've had successes, um, if not more. And, um, you know, it's, it's kind of about just uh, picking yourself up, dusting yourself off and, and, and trying to, to push forward. And I guess too, you know, just um, acknowledging to myself and publicly that, you know, it's it, anything that I do, there's a team behind me that helps me do it. Um, mm -hmm. You know, so, um, and, and I'm aware of that all the time and I've never been more aware of that than I have been in these last couple of months. Um, sure. You know, um, yeah, we're nothing without our, our support and our people. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, there's, it's all about the team, right? It doesn't matter how great one individual is. It's about the team that, keeps, that gets you to the finish line. Uh, I love that. Now, now, the people who are watching this at home, uh, how can they uh, support? How can they get get? How can they get in touch with you? Um, how can they order some food? I believe you're doing your own delivery now at Lady Gregory. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. Well, you know, um, uh, it, it, in terms of um, you know trying to adapt and stuff like that, I, I I hope that you know we will come out of all this stronger for it um, as a as a business as you know. Um, a force in the community um, for good um, and um, and stuff. And then, you know, uh, we hope that, you know, um, people will order direct from us rather than through um, uh, uh, delivery apps. Um, that's probably the most important thing we can do for get for support now. And, you know, um, if ever we're not, uh, you know, living up to expectations, if people would just let us know directly so that we can fix it. Um, and other than that, I, I, the neighborhood have always just been really, really wonderful and supportive to us. Like, um, uh, that's been part of, you know, from the get go, part of the love for this community is it's, it's two ways. Like, I mean, we, we love and appreciate our customers and we've felt that love and appreciation and especially, um, especially in the early days, but all the way through this crisis, um, just, uh, even, the, the, the tips that our staff received from so many people, even people dropping off um, cards to the staff with, um, with some money in it to, to help support them. Or, um, I mean, there's just been so many beautiful acts in, in, in this neighborhood of kindness. Um, that I love it's, that. It's, it's been wonderful, yeah. Now, uh, at some point, I know you're still trying to figure things out. I know you're busy doing all of that. Uh, will you be um, updating your website so people know when, like, hopefully a patty will be open? Um, will you? Uh, will they? Uh, will you be able to uh, let them know? I know that we're, you're 
you don't have answers now, but will you have be on the would the website be the best place for that? Yeah. Yeah, we, we will. Well, first of all, our Facebook is always our go-to to immediately announce anything we're doing. Um, so if, if anybody that's watching this is um, on Facebook, um, follow our, our pages of all our restaurants. We would love that. And then, um, you know, that's where anything we're doing, any special we're having, um, you know, and all that information is, that's the first place we, we um, put that information. Obviously, we update our websites and stuff as well. But in mm -hmm. real time, uh, announcements are on Facebook. We hope to. I am not sure if we will be ready to open our patio on Wednesday when I guess now um, we're allowed. Um, we definitely um, have some ideas on how maybe cautiously that we can um, maybe start doing uh, some service from our windows and stuff and then evolve into a little bit more. But uh, that's what we're working out. And again, it's going to be um, the big part in this right now is going to be besides protecting our customers is really protecting our staff because, mm -hmm. you know, the staff are going to be the ones, the mask wearers um, mm -hmm. in this case, and the, and the guests are not when they're sitting at tables. So we're, we're pretty concerned about that and trying to see what we can do to um, uh, limit um, the time that the, the, the employee is um, with the guest and, um, and just create a safe um, an experience for, for all of us. So that's going to be a lot of our conversations now in the next few days as we try to come up with a plan. Well, I think that there is great symbolism uh, that the fact that as we're having this conversation about the plans moving forward, that literally I could see the sun rising on your face and coming up. I think there's great symbolism <laughs> in the fact that the sun was rising as you were telling us about what's moving forward. I'll with take it. Okay, I'll take that. Yeah. Uh, well, I, uh, I thank you so much for giving the time. I know you're a busy guy. Uh, and when you, are, when you are ready to announce whatever's going on, Octavio, if you want to set up another gathering uh -huh. stew, we can make this happen. We can do a big production out of this whole thing. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. You heard it right. You heard it here first. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. <laughs> well, it has been a true pleasure. Thank you for spending time with us. And uh, I am sending you peace, love, and bear hugs. And uh, I can't wait to have some chicken pot pie real soon in that, uh, that Phoenix booth you mentioned about. Sending all that back to you too, and come today. Well, you can't have it in the Phoenix booth today, but we can give you one and um, a social distance wave and send you on your way. So we're here it. all day. I love it. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right, thanks, dude. Great talking Bye. to you. Thanks. Bye. Always Andersonville, the podcast is produced by the Andersonville Chamber of Commerce. Find episodes streaming weekly on iTunes and Podbean with show notes available at andersonville.org. 